0: hello and welcome back to the woods a podcast about the mysterious the legendary and the plain weird because you never know what you're gonna find in the woods my name is Shazne.
1: and my name is sandy
0: happy halloween happy halloween except this will probably come out on november 1st which is day of the dead
1: happy day of the (laughs) dead whichever day you're hearing it yeah Sorry for the delays, per usual, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry for my background noise. Um, There's something making noise around me, and Ian is gaming, so, you know. I can't hear it, so must not be that, that bad. What that sounds like. Uh, my microphone is picking it up, or maybe oh. there's a ghost. Okay. Well, we can troubleshoot that later. Yeah. Um, Do you have it, or did you... Do anything fun on Halloween today? Um, I taught, but
0: okay, I'll, okay, I absolutely love my grade 7 class because it's only a class of 10, okay, so, and actually quite a few of them have been missing this week, so there's only been about 7 or 8 kids there, and okay. I teach them quite a few times a day, okay? Um, mm-hmm. well, lots of times they're they're big brats, but, like, lovable brats, it's kind of weird, you know? um but today <laughs> i cuz i teach a few other classes obviously and they're art classes so sometimes i have to stay after class a little bit and clean up um mm-hmm. so i was like a, like a minute late to my math class today and um actually no i was coming in from indoor or sorry uh outdoor recess like i was supervising that's why i was a little bit late so i was a little bit later than usual but someone must have let them into my class because, um, I seen one girl in the hall, and she walked with me back to class. But, um, no, none of my other kids were in the hall, and I always keep my door locked. Just, I don't know, you're just, I feel like you should just always keep your door locked. And, um, so I unlocked the door and walked in, and I seen one of my kids in his chair, but all the other kids were gone, like, not around, and all the lights were off, and I was like, oh, they're hiding, aren't they? And then suddenly they all, like, jumped out and, like, go, or whatever try to scare me and I'm just like laughing because I mean you can't scare me I have a spooky podcast
1: (laughs) that's adorable yeah I was like
0: you know what I'll give you guys credit I know that was awesome thank you guys so yeah that was fun um other than that it was just cool to see all the creative costumes there's this one little boy he's in grade 5 or 6 I think he dressed up as an old lady and it was the funniest Aww. thing ever because he literally gave himself like this huge old lady butt and these big old lady boobs He's in like this old lady dress and <laughs> because he's so short because he's like a young kid he looks like a short old lady And but when he tries to walk or run <laughs> he just looks like this old lady trying to run down the street
1: it's so funny that's funny. I mean,
0: okay, the this, this scariest. Okay, I think I have two scariest. One is one of my grade sevens, cause she dressed up as like this skeleton thing, but the way she did her makeup and stuff, she looked really creepy, especially when the lights were all off, and she was in the corner yeah. staring at me. Um, <laughs> and then this other boy, I think he was grade five. He um did like that doll, like, what is it, Slappy or something? He's like that oh because doll. I actually have no idea yeah. what it's even from. Call me. It's from Goosebumps. Oh yeah, that's what it's from!
1: Okay. Yeah. See,
0: I never read those ones, because I knew they would scare me. So I avoided those that's ones. That's
1: funny. I, I used to read Goosebumps. I also used to watch the show. No, no, no. I, watched I used it to more than read, I read Goosebumps, no, and I used to watch the show, oh. but I just avoided the Night of the... Oh, you avoid. What is it? Okay, so did I night of the living dummy yeah night of
0: the living dummy i avoided those ones because i knew they would freak me out and there was three of them or something yeah yeah okay that makes sense that's why i like knew who he was but i didn't but anyway he looked like an actual slappy doll because like his face shape and everything is perfect and he just looked like this walking talking doll and he's such like a very like serious kid like he just like matter of fact serious kids so he would walk up to me and like talk to me and stuff but like with this absolute straight face on it I just I was just like scared. I was like Okay, please go <laughs> sit back down <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah that was my Halloween Emma and yeah. I came home and I slept because listeners I have been really, really sick all week and it has been awful. I had like literally The second worst 24 hours of my life the other day. Where I just laid in bed in pain all day. It sucked. Anyway,
1: Sadie, how was your Halloween? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did nothing. Yeah? I watched every Halloween episode of Bob's Burgers, Mm -hmm. which is my tradition. Yeah. Like, for Thanksgiving, I watch all of the Thanksgiving episodes. Um... Christmas wait, is wait, wait. Like, Canadian Thanksgiving or
0: American Thanksgiving.
1: I watch it on Canadian Thanksgiving. You could do both. I mean, I guess <laughs> not that either one really means anything to me because <laughs> yeah. it's not something we ever celebrated. But it just gives you the, the food good, watch more but it's Bob's like, Burgers. I'll just watch the other episodes in between the holidays. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, for Christmas, I'm gonna watch all of the Christmas episodes, and it's, it's great. There's some Easter episodes thrown in, so, uh, Valentine's Day, you know, so I'm all set. Man, Easter's, Um, like, one holiday that most TV shows, like, don't celebrate. Yeah. Uh, and then my sisters and I are gonna go to the movies later. Which one? I'm kind of sleepy, so I hope I don't fall asleep, but it's a scary movie, so... Which one? Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark.
0: Oh, let me know how it is.
1: I will. I'm very excited about it.
0: Okay, well... Um, also, Sandy, I think that is officially our one-year pod anniversary. I know we recorded a year ago... But we didn't actually release an episode until the week of Halloween.
1: We released our first episode on the
0: 29th. Yeah, well there we go. So, to the listeners who have been here from the
1: beginning, thank you for your dedication. I was actually like, looking like a lot of our podcast friends um, also have their one year anniversary this month. Yeah. Like Kills and Chills and Undercover Coven, and I'm like, man, I'm so glad that these people decided to start a podcast, or else we wouldn't have, like, met them, and I'm glad we decided to start a podcast. Yeah, that's true. We've
0: gotten to talk to, like, a lot of different people.
1: Yeah. And it's, even though I remember it took us hours to finally come up with a simple name.
0: Oh my god, it did. We could not figure it out.
1: We were like writing things down and we're like, is that name taken? Yes, it's taken. What about this? I'm not vibing. And then finally, we came up with The Woods. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which is, I think uh, it's technically taken, but like by some
1: weird lumber po- podcast. Oh. I don't know. I don't know anything about lumber. Me neither. I'm sorry. Yeah, we
0: definitely don't talk about lumber. On the Woods podcast. But, I mean, we could start, if that's what our listeners are into.
1: We'll put a poll on Instagram. Do you want us to talk about trees and lumber? Hey, man,
0: there's that story about, like, someone who... Like, they found their body in the tree, didn't they?
1: Probably. (laughs) That's spooky. There's some weird shit out there. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well. Alright. Yeah. Should we
0: get into it. Yeah, let's let's crack this uh, case open, why don't we? Sure.
1: Mine's short sh mine short. Ugh, mine short. Mine is not Sorry as about short, that or not. But maybe this is a good thing. So I I actually don't know why I didn't do this game the first time we had this topic of like spooky games. Um but I'm glad I remembered it. Anywho, so, as I was looking for this game, or any game to talk about, I come up with the infamous list or the infamous title of any blog, The Most Dangerous Game You Can Ever Play, and it's, like, a different one every time. Yeah, right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm just like, which is it? Which is the most dangerous? And, like, are you playing this, the all of these games? Are they upping the ante? I don't I don't know. But the game that I picked is the Sara Sarita game. Do you know what that is? I actually, like, maybe when
0: you start telling me what it is, but off of the top of my head, I do not know what that is.
1: Okay, well, it's apparently one of the most dangerous games you can play. <laughs> um, as they so all the are. Game, oh, as they all are. The game is said to have originated in Mexico, and it's taking a like to the Charlie Charlie challenge and the Red Book game so if you don't remember the Charlie Charlie challenge became a huge meme like a few years back where you'd lay two pencils into the shape of a cross and then write yes and no on like the corners Mm -hmm. like of the squares they would make and then you would ask the being or demon or ghost whatever questions and they would move the pencils to either yes or no um, and then the red book game is where you take a hardcover red book, ask questions, and then flip through the pages. And if you land on a positive word, the answer is yes. And if you and, uh, land on a negative word, the answer is no. Mm. And then anything in between is a maybe. So, the legend of that it, like, it's an urban legend. I find there's a lot of plot holes, but... <laughs> So it tells of two twin girls who went to school in Mexico and these twins were very close and they wore a matching coin on a chain around their necks. So they were both very beautiful girls and they were cheerleaders. So one day before cheerleading practice one of them went into the washroom. Uh, It was after school and the janitor was er, was in the building cleaning. He noticed that one of the girls went into the washroom so he followed her. Uh, he ended up attacking her and then strangling her to death. Her sister became worried when, you know, her twin didn't come out of the washroom, so she went in and saw the janitor standing over her sister's body. So, in a moment of panic, she grabbed a shovel in the, in, from the in bathroom. The bathroom? Well, she well, grabbed I a mean, shovel. I, I can tell a shovel story in a minute here. So, continue. <laughs> uh, and... She hit the janitor on the head over and over and over until she was certain he was dead. However, when she went to turn around to leave, he grabbed her (sighs) ankle, and then he drowned her. (sighs) And then for some reason, he tied a rope around her neck and hung her on the back of their bathroom door. Uh... So then the bodies were found. The police came. And for some reason, they came to a conclusion that the girls got into a fight and then killed each other, because that makes sense. Uh, yeah. So much sense. Um. Like, they were both, like, one was drowned, one was strangled. You can't, like, <laughs> strangle someone once you're drowned, or vice versa, you know? Yeah. But, okay. Apparently you can now. Um. Yeah. Uh. Anywho, the broken chains were found on the ground, one facing heads and the other facing tails. The janitor was never caught, and he moved away, and no one ever heard from him again." (laughs) I'm sorry, I was just like, like, this doesn't sound real, like at least try to make it sound real. However, when I first read this, I was under the impression that all creepypastas were real, Oh, so yeah, I probably true. read this and was like, "Damn, this is."
0: Can we just make a rule that all creepy pastas are real? Okay. Okay, it just makes our lives easier. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: okay, so basically, with this game that you play with these twins, you're trying to contact these ghosts and then ask them questions. Pretty simple. Um, however, it said that some kids in Mexico have had to be taken to a therapist and a mental hospital after playing this game, um, and not playing it correctly. Oh. So, if you want to play it, here's what you gotta do. Do it right,
0: or don't do it at all.
1: Yeah. You need two players, two coins of the same value, so like, two quarters, two dimes, two nickels, whatever you want. Um... And the two players sit on the floor, facing each other, holding the coin in their hand. Both players are supposed to say, Sara Sarita, can I enter your game? If the coin, if the two coins land on heads, the answer is yes. If the two coins land on tails, the answer is no. If one lands on he- heads and the other on tails, the answer is maybe. So if both coins land on heads, you can enter the game and begin an- asking them questions. Um, It's super important to make sure that you end the game correctly. Um, To end the game, you have to say, Sara, Sarita, can I leave your game? And only if the two coins land on heads is the game over. If not, you have to keep playing or keep asking until they say yes. However, um, a lot of people have said that Sara and Sarita are like tricksters Mm. of like, they'll say, yes, you can leave the game. But... They'll be like, just kidding. Yeah. And then, that way, they'll be able to haunt you or possess you in whatever way they feel like. So there's, like, no sure way of getting out of the game. Yeah, because they could say yes and not mean it. Yeah. Or they might mean it. I don't know. Maybe they didn't like playing with you. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So I think... That's why they call it one of the most dangerous games to play because you don't know if it's over. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so that that's the that's the game of Sada Sarita. Thanks for listening <laughs> um, to this really weird urban legend. Yeah. Okay, uh, can I quickly tell you my
0: unlikely spot to find a shovel story? Sure. You probably know it. And I might have told it on the podcast before, but as a reminder, (laughs) so in my first year of university, I lived in the dorms on on campus and it was like in my second semester already and my roommates and I were sitting at our table talking middle of the day or something like that, evening, I don't know, and there was a knock on the door so we went and answered and it was these guys and they're like, hey, we like lived here... (laughs) Last year, um, can we just like poke around your roof? We we left something here, and we're like, um, okay, like, do you need a chair? <laughs> do you need a chair to get up on the roof? So, um, because it was these like tile ceilings, so you can just like push them in.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: So, he these guys like poked around the roof a bit, and then they pull out a shovel, like a dirt digging shovel out of the roof and they're like okay thanks girls bye and i'm like
1: what <laughs> so like not even a snow shovel i thought that's the shovel it was gonna be just like a snow shovel because in regina saskatchewan that makes sense
0: yeah yeah you would think so no they pulled out a dirt digging shovel like i'm sorry the only thing unless they're part of the uh I forget what it's called now, but basically the gardening club. <laughs> or, like, maybe they worked for the campus, highly doubt it because they were students. Or they buried a fucking maybe dead body. Maybe it was a but, Spongebob and you know. Mr.
1: Crab situation. Which part? The shovel. Like, do you know, like, that episode where they thought they killed the health inspector?
0: Oh, yeah. Maybe. But like, how weird!
1: That like is they weird. just
0: pull out this fucking shovel, and I'm like,
1: I'm like, thanks, guys. Did my have eyes a good. Have a good year.
0: That was such a weird place to live, and
1: that's maybe part of the reason they moved out. <laughs> was that the dorm rooms? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still, that that like somehow makes it weirder.
0: Yeah, like that was when like, I lived why on would you campus. Meet- in the door.
1: What, like, you wouldn't even need a snow shovel if exactly. you lived on campus. Exactly. And they would so, out alone, like, a shovel a shovel, dirt shovel. Digging shovel.
0: Out of the roof. Why would you hide it in the roof? It was totally a murder weapon.
1: It's gotta be. It has to be.
0: Why else would they put it in the roof? And come get it a year That's later? so weird. Um, okay, listeners, please email me on what your suspicion on what why these guys put a shovel
1: in the roof because the shovel men, let's start an urban legend,
0: yeah, like and I mean, I don't even talk to any of my roommates anymore,
1: <laughs> so we can still start an urban legend, we can tell yeah. people about it. You're a teacher, you can be like. Want to hear the scary story? I that tell happened, like everyone and, like, the story because I'm so flabbergasted by it. <laughs> it's Like the the U of R, and then those kids are going to tell their friends, and then they're going to tell other people, and other people, and then it'll become an urban legend. Maybe I should and write it on the page. That's
0: actually a good idea. I should. I feel like hi to the guys who came to my dorm six years ago and took a freaking shovel out of the roof. How's it, it going? <laughs>
1: Who did you kill? (laughs) Date one of them Maybe it's the start of a beautiful love story Oh, maybe Should've got their number, oh well Okay (laughs) Anyway
0: (laughs) Okay, so Tell tell me
1: about your game
0: Um, I (laughs) I mean, it's kind of a game, I guess
1: Um, Oh, tell me about your thing
0: (laughs) See, for Halloween this year I went out with some friends And I dressed up as a Ouija board. Absolutely no one got my costume, but that's okay, because I loved it. And my friends loved it. No one got your costume? Well, no one said anything, but also, like, no one really talks to each other at a bar anyway, so. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah, so I wasn't too offended. I was like, I am kind of, like, out here with my costume idea, so whatever. But I didn't want to be no sexy nurse or something. So... Mm -hmm. Anyway I went as a Ouija board and something I've wanted to cover for a long time is the history of the Ouija board like the origin story like where the heck do Ouija boards come from and why or something like that I think I've wanted to cover it since literally the start of this podcast so uh, I half asked uh, origin story of the Ouija board tonight awesome okay so I used uh, two different websites and basically copy and pasted but like interlace them together so that it's kind of not like copyright print of it, but it totally still is so i promise i don't make any don't money off of this um, podcast so please don't at me uh so using talking boards to speak to the afterlife or other world goes back to ancient times attempting to di- divine the will of the gods or spirits through early earthly interpretation was common among many civilizations the ancient romans used aug- augury in which specially trained augers watched the patterns of bird flight and the ways in which sacred chickens pecked the ground and entrails of sacrificed animals to determine the right thing to do. So they would ask the entrails of animals on what they should do with their lives. Maybe I should try that. The practice of literomancy, or deciphering characters, also has a strong history in Chinese tradition for telling the future. It reminds me of, like, I don't know if this is a real tradition people do, but in Harry Potter, when they're reading the teacups. Oh, people do that. Yeah. That's what yeah. it reminds me of. Uh, so the specific characteristics of modern talk and boards in which letters on a table were used as a way for spirits to communicate may have originated from the Fox sisters, who were three famous 19th mm. century American mediums. They used table turning and rapping as signs that ghosts were talking to them. When I first read this, I thought they literally meant that they were like DJs.
1: <laughs> they were just like started rapping. <laughs> yeah, they were just
0: like rapping. No, They'd it's be a like knock. possessed and rapping and like spinning tables. But no, not quite because this was about, what, 100, 200 years before ta- uh, rapping, table turning was a thing, I guess. Uh, so mediums who tried to reach the afterlife with this this method would sit at a table which would move and tip as they spoke to ghosts and spirits. The movement would bump tiles bearing letters off of the table allowing a message to apparently get through. So yeah they would have almost like scrabble tiles (laughs) on the table and then they would like spin the table around all crazy saying that it's the ghost doing it or maybe it was the ghost you tell me. I don't know and then the letters that fell on the table would read out uh, words they these fox sisters also tried out automatic writing in which they wrote whatever came into their heads while ghosts controlled them Mm -hmm. uh also there is a thing called pencil planchettes which would roll on three legs two of them wheels and one of them Mm -hmm. a pencil facing tip down so any movement would leave a mark behind A medium might attempt to see a message in the scribble on a blank sheet of paper or use a specially prepared sheet of paper with messages or omens that the planchette could hover over or near to, like, give signs and messages. So, yeah, I thought those were kind of interesting. The talking boards were actually pretty common in the 19th century in the United States, but none were as popular as our beloved Ouija board. The Ouija board was first introduced in 1890 in the USA, and the country became obsessed with spirits and mediums. While details are scarce, it appears to have been invented by a man named E.C. Reich, 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 Reek. I don't know, R-E-I-C-H-E, you tell me, a coffin maker in, guess which state? Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, <laughs> Maryland. So, uh, oh, okay. My out guess out was either
1: Maryland to... or Texas. Yeah, I,
0: don't know why. <laughs> I was like, she's either gonna see Texas or Maryland. Um, yeah, shout out to Dylan in Maryland. How you doing? I loved his costume today. He dressed up as Shaggy yeah. and Scooby. That was
1: awesome. It was great. Yeah, it was. So,
0: yeah, our coffin maker, Mister E. C. Reich. He, uh, maybe it's Reich. What do you think it is, Sandy?
1: I I kind of want to say it's Reich, but I feel like just because I said that, it's not Reich. So I don't know. Let's call him Reich. E. C. Reich, Mr. E. C.
0: Reich. He was uh he had a strong interest in spiritualism. So the name Ouija was first applied to the board at this time, and it was marketed as Ouija, the wonderful talking board. A patent was filed by Reich's business partner, Elijah Bond in 1892, though it's not clear exactly who came up with the idea and who took it onto the market. But the Smithsonian Magazine reports that the patent officer only allowed them to get a patent if the device could spell out his name correctly, which it did, apparently, but we don't actually have any proof of that because obviously, I don't know, they didn't have modern video cameras to just, like, tape it. (laughs) obviously okay so Cornelius notes that the design was further refined in 1910 when the device had a circle added to its planchette to see the letters underneath as we see it now today the name Mm -hmm. Ouija it seems doesn't come from the French French or German words for yes as the myth goes the name actually came from Elijah Bond's séance with his sister-in-law which, when I first read that, I thought that his sister-in-law was dead. And he was contacting her through the dead. And she told him to call it a Ouija. Aww. But I became disappointed when I found out But no, she, apparently she was just a medium. <laughs> and Aww. she was just there. And Elijah asked the Ouija board, hey, what do you want to be called? And the Ouija board spelled out Ouija. And then Elijah's like, oh, cool, so what's that mean? And then... V.G. board said that it meant good luck, which
1: is kind of ominous. That's kind of, yeah, that's very, like, threatening, like, good Good luck. luck. Oh, yeah, that's kind of scary. Yeah.
0: (laughs) The board started to acquire a sinister reputation almost immediately after its production. In 1919, J.G. Ruppert published a book called the new black magic and the truth about the ouija board in which he reported that doctors had told him about three people for whom the use of the ouija board has brought about a state of dementia Hmm. it was even the subject of a court case in the mid-1920s to determine whether it counted as a toy and should therefore be subject to the 10 percent tax levied on u.s toy sales judges battled over the question with one arguing that it is unique in a class by itself in the end it was judged to be a toy because it was used mostly as a means of social entertainment or play even if people also use it as a serious means of communicating with the dead so is it a
1: toy maybe maybe not you tell me i mean you can still go to like toys r us and find it there or walmart indigo also sells them
0: oh my god they have so many different versions of uh ouija boards now yeah it's funny uh in 1994 the english court of appeals had to answer a crucial question were jurors in a murder trial allowed to use a ouija board Stephen young 35 was initially convicted of murdering harry and nicola bowler but the order of a retrial retrial was given after it was revealed that several of the jurors in his case had used the Ouija board to attempt to contact the souls of the deceased and make their verdict. The court decided that it wasn't admissible and Young got a retrial. Even without a Ouija board he was still convicted of the murder a second time. Mm. Um, and that is my uh, brief history of the Ouija board. Yeah, uh, we only just played with a Ouija board this past year after starting the podcast.
1: Yes, I do remember <laughs> that. I was actually thinking about it today. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god. Um, Why did I do that? I, think I was we under the influence. Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
0: I think we did it pretty safely. Like, I think we, so too. We did all the rules right. We didn't play it alone.
1: Remember that weird dream I got afterwards.
0: What happened again?
1: It was like I was staring face to face with like a uh, like a person's face. I think it was, and there was like a white background, and the person was like this far away from my face, and then like it started to morph, and it, like the image was really like grotesque and just disturbing and it started to mo- morph into the shape of a black goat like the face of a black goat Ugh. Um, I wasn't scared or anything I just thought that's because I played with the Ouija board wasn't it <laughs> I had a like I, s- I slept fine it was fine it's- Satan only visited your dream it's all good yeah he was just like hey <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay, did you get my snap that I sent you guys? Uh, where I like woke up and my blankets beside
1: my face looked like a man's face. I did not see that. Though I did see that you Snapchatted me. Okay, sorry. Okay, so I I sent you a snap. Did you get it? Did you like the snap? I'm I'm opening my snap. But I'm not seeing I think it was in our group chat. You. Um so
0: yeah, I like woke up and I was obviously like half asleep still. But um the silhouette of my blankets like literally looked like this blonde guy was in my bed and I freaked out and I like jolted up and I was like, Oh wait, it's just my blankets <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then my wild dreams that I told you about last night, those weird. I've been having like yeah. fever dreams all week. It's
1: cuz you're sick. Yeah.
0: Also like Sandy, do you, do you know what exploding head syndrome is?
1: Is that like when you're trying to sleep and then it sounds like something exploded?
0: Like you hear it's- a really loud noise but isn't yeah. there. Do you get that? Yeah. No. Man, I get it all the time and I'm convinced that like I actually experience exploding head syndrome.
1: That's so weird.
0: And I'm like, okay, so maybe
1: like I don't know. Maybe I do have like a sleep disorder. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> That's like today Angela and I were talking about how like uh, people have been thinking she has dyslexia, but she's convinced she doesn't. Hmm. Which, uh, like, I remember one time I was really confu- like, or not confused, but I thought she might, because she said, man, I really hate reading. Like, sometimes letters will switch places and, like, words will switch places. And I'm like, uh, and then she looked at me and she's like, I don't have dyslexia. And I was like, I- okay. that's literally dyslexia (laughs) and then uh today she was telling her classmates how she doesn't like writing on like chalkboards or whatever and they asked her why she's like sometimes i get the words wrong and then they're like oh do you have dyslexia and she's like no i don't have dyslexia and i was like it's fine like if you don't think it's an issue then Leave it alone, like how Shazne leaves her sleep paralysis <laughs> alone. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, like even if she does have dyslexia, it's not a, It's really not a huge deal. And like, if she does yeah. ever want to go for testing or whatever, like. Yeah, she can. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's probably better to do it while she's still in school because the schools can actually fund her to get help if they, like, think she needs it or whatever. Because once you're an Mm -hmm. adult, it's, like, totally different. It's a whole new world out here. Sorry, I took some, um, I took some inclusive ed classes that talked about learning disabilities. Hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, how is she with math? Does she find numbers get mixed up?
1: Uh, I haven't asked her about numbers, but she hates math, but that's understandable. Yeah. I hate it, too. Me, too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, because there's also dyscalculia, which is, like, with mm. math. And there's one yeah. other one, too, but is not as common as either, and I can't remember what it is right now. Oh, that would be writing. Dysgraphia. Hmm. But, yeah. No, tell her it's not a huge deal.
1: Yeah. I <laughs> oh, will if she brings it up again.
0: Yeah. If she wants she
1: can talk to me about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That was a spooky episode. That was. That was very spooky.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know. Listeners, if you have any future suggestions for the podcast, please uh let us know. Please, uh, leave a review. I don't think we've gotten a review in six months.
1: Please, someone leave a good review. (laughs) Or tell us how much you hate us. Yeah, it can be a bad review. I honestly don't care. (laughs) Just, like, give us attention, please. Yeah.
0: Um, send us an email. Share us with your friends. Tell them that you listen to these, like, weird-ass chicks who live in Canada. Tell them that you think we're super funny. Or you think we're awful. Both are fine. Whatever you like. Yeah. I mean I don't yeah. I don't know. I find it's pretty hard to offend me, so go ahead and try your best.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'll probably cry and feel bad about it, but at least you're thinking about me, you know. <laughs> yeah, right?
0: <laughs> um And thanks for listening to us for a
1: whole year. Mom. Here's to another year. (laughs) Hi, Shazne's mom. (laughs) Thanks for listening to us. For a whole year. And Seema. Seema listens to us. I think Gabby still listens to us. I think she waits and binges us. She does. Yeah. Um. She listened to us on the plane over here. And then on the way back, I think. But I could be making that up. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, it's Um, very nice of you, Gabby
0: (laughs) Megan sometimes listens I don't know if she's caught up Evan, do you still
1: listen? Yeah, does Evan still listen?
0: Oh my god, I forgot about Evan He should send us some of his spooky stories I'm sure he has some Evan, where are your spooky stories? Yeah, Evan Yeah, and everybody else who has joined us on this journey
1: It's been fun
0: and spooky Yeah I think that we should play a montage of all the good mems. Do do <laughs> Insert montage here. The good times, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, I think uh, that concludes this week's episode. Sandy has a movie to catch. Um, I have sleep to get done.
1: Shazna's going to catch some Z's yeah or Zeds, whatever
0: i have some <laughs> <laughs> depends if you're american or canadian um, yeah i have some dreams to dream up to talk about next week so yeah
1: so happy belated halloween happy day of the dead mm-hmm. happy whatever you want it to be
0: mm-hmm. um check us out on instagram at the woods podcast
1: and check us out on Twitter, at Podcast. And
0: email us all your spookiness at thewoodspodcast at gmail.com.
1: And please leave us a review.
0: Please. Thank you, Jason Shaw, for our wonderful opening of Running Waters. For a full year now. Wow, thanks, Jason. You're so
1: nice. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next time.
0: Bye-bye.